0: Nine nine five gold. That's eight three three nine nine five gold. Eight three three nine nine five G O L D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am,
1: or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal. That is based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off
0: your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: All right, second hour, Clay and Buck kicks off right now. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us uh, post-Super Bowl and... Now the political super bowl continues, if you will. A little bit of a dad transition there, dad joke transition, but you get what I'm <laughs> saying. It's an election year, everybody. Big things are on the horizon here. And, uh, obviously the possibility of, of various vice presidential picks is underway for Trump. Will a vice president in Kamala Harris take over for Joe Biden? That's. Uh, at the forefront of discussion, I think, right now, she was asked by The Wall Street Journal, "Are you ready? She said yes. I bet the Wall Street Journal reporters, their heads were all but but seriously, are you ready? <laughs> I don't think that they took her word for it. um but they did ask her and and now we we see that there's a few things that are playing out before us. One of them, I think clay there is now a renewed effort. There are really two renewed efforts to discuss. One would be, and we'll get to this maybe bottom of this hour, the second attempt to impeach Mayorkas and remove him from DHS, uh, because of his refusal, his refusal to enforce the law and to do what he needs to do. Um, that's underway now with Republicans. I think the House will manage this time. I don't, am I giving them too much credit? Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but. The speaker of the house came on. He said, look guys, crazy things happened. One member of Congress was in hospital scrubs and we couldn't have known. And okay, we'll see. I will say for speaker Johnson, who seems like a very nice guy. Um, and I've, I've heard secondarily or or on secondhand from people that he's a very good guy and very well intentioned for his role as speaker for, you know, for conservatives. Um, but if he, if he has another, miss at uh, at the plate that's not good if he strikes out a second time that's going to be a problem um not good for him we'll see but speaking of uh another round clay i think there's also a second round here of trying to position things so that it's no big deal um and what they're saying now is there were cheap shots this is jamie raskin one of the You know, there's kind of the uh, the attack dogs of the Democrats, right? The people that are the most aggressive in the media in defense of of Biden and in defense of the Democrat regime. Jamie Raskin, who is also at the – you'll notice the people that will say the most mendacious stuff, the people that will just tell you the biggest, most bald-faced lies – now are so many of them the same people that were Russia collusion conspiracy nuts, right, against Trump. So nothing has changed. They have no integrity to protect, so they'll keep doing what they've been doing. Here's Jamie Raskin. This is cut nine that I want Clay's take on whether this will work. Play it.
2: After 9-11, our NATO allies under Article 5 came to our defense. It's a collective defense organization. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at old sheet, but put this aside for a second. All we need from a special prosecutor, Clay, is a decision. He didn't need to take cheap shots. It's from the transcript. And you could take the same type of shots at Trump, who recently confused a woman that he sexually attacked and lied about with one of his wives. The repositioning is underway, and they're saying, hey, we're doing everything that we can now to show everybody that Joe Biden's, he still got it. Will it work?
0: No. No. Because ultimately... advocating and i think getting people to change their minds is one of the most difficult things to do at all in the world of politics because getting anybody out there get your wife to change her mind about your best guy friend that she doesn't trust do you know how hard that is every guy out there listening to us right now has a friend that your wife or your girlfriend hates. They have decided they don't trust him. They have decided that he is a scumbag. Every single one of you knows about this. And by the way, if you're like, I don't think that's true, you might be the guy, right? You you might be the guy that everybody, that, that the wives and the girlfriend hates. How hard is it to get people to change their mind, to get your wife or your girlfriend to change your mind about whoever that friend is? Super difficult, right? Once people make a decision... And that and and by the way, a decision that can't get better. Unlike that, maybe your maybe your friend that uh that you love, but you know gets you in trouble sometimes. Maybe he gets married and he has kids and you know, ten years later things can be different. Biden's issue, Buck, is not gonna get better. We've talked about Fetterman one in Pennsylvania. He couldn't speak at the debates. He's now gotten a lot better. He's fifty three years old. He's not Back to 100%, I mean, you, but he's recovered. If you
1: had to have a drink now with a a prominent Democrat, Gavin Newsom and his fancy Chardonnay and his uh, buttoned uh, unbuttoned shirts, he's now way behind hooded
0: uh, sweatshirt Fetterman in the clay sweepstakes, let's be honest. Buck, you, I meant to mention this to you. I haven't even told you this. Do you know who rolled into a Vegas nightclub on Friday in the win that I was in? I mean...
1: We saw Condoleezza Rice go past us, if you remember, but anyway, no, who? Gavin Newsom. Wow.
0: I almost, I, I, I swear. you you
1: needed to take a selfie with him.
0: I, well, I didn't see him. I left and there's so many security details and everything else. I saw he walked into excess nightclub, I am told, uh, with his security detail. If I had known that he was there, we could have potentially had a wine together, uh, in the Vegas nightclub. But the fact that Gavin Newsom went into a nightclub, uh, I thought was with the security detail, California governor, very, very ridiculous. But Fetterman has gotten better and we have a clip here. This is what they're going to try. Okay. They are going to try to sell to the American public. Remember we said 86% of the American public in a new ABC News poll thinks that Biden is too old and is not able to do the job of the president, not physically or mentally capable, they're now going to try to tell you that you and me and almost the entire nation that our eyes are lying to us. Listen to this. This is cut to, Buck, all the montage of people out there saying This report was totally unfair. It was gratuitous. This is what they're going to try. I think it's going to fail, but here's their pitch. Gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Way too many gratuitous remarks. The gratuitous remarks, the gratuitous comments, they're saying it's gratuitous. We certainly agree that it's gratuitous. The gratuitous comments in the report and the gratuitous comments in the report are troubling it was gratuitous ad hominem gratuitous attacks
2: politically motivated gratuitous
0: the report was gratuitous 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 gratuitous
3: this seems like the height of interference it's gratuitous gratuitous superfluous
1: statements gratuitous unnecessary and inaccurate personal remarks look at that spin i am dizzy from it i mean isn't that remarkable but this is Exactly what we're saying, which is the weekend that wasn't spent on you know uh football talk on the airwaves. A lot of it was just trying to find a way to make that's a partisan hit job. They're trying to reframe the issue because they know that there's a break, right? There was a break in the coverage and and conversation, and really more importantly, the attention span issue over this, right? Because you had that's why they dropped it when they did. That's why they're taking the positioning that they are. And here Clay, we have uh it's cut 9. This it do you have do you want to call No, for, I was just uh, going to say to
0: you, I'm curious. You and I we like vocabulary, we like words. We're kind of a little bit nerd sometimes in the words we use. I don't think most Americans really even I mean that was clearly orchestrated, right? <laughs> Somebody sent out the talking points and they said you need to say this is gratuitous. Uh, and by the way, if you're not a vocabulary person, I was going to look it up. Uncalled for, lacking good reason, unwarranted. To me, using the word gratuitous is even not great communication. But let me play on that word for
1: a second. What they really should be saying, or rather what this is showing us, is ingratitude to the special counsel. Because they are ungrateful for what the special counsel did, which was come up with, to stretch the law beyond its actual text to come up with some justification for them for not charging or not finding that Joe Biden should be charged absent whether he could be as president. You see what I mean? They're, they're, they're not only lying about the intent of the special counsel, the special counsel did them a favor effectively by saying, he could have said, yeah, look, Biden broke the law. It's clear. It's reckless. He's president. So I leave it to people to, you know, to the Congress to whether this needs to be acted upon, but he should be charged for a crime. Instead, he says, guys, he's too old. He didn't mean it. We can't charge him. And then Democrats come out and say, that's gratuitous. It is in fact ungrateful. And, and, uh, you know, here's, I, I mentioned this is cut 21. I'm sorry. 21, uh, Mike. Um, the Biden campaign co-chair totally defiance. Late 21.
2: This is what the Washington Post is saying. Quote, top Biden donors were fielding calls and text messages from anxious Democrats asking if other Democrats still had time to jump into the presidential race. When is Gavin getting in? Or how about Whitmer or Shapiro buzzed around Democratic circles over the last 24 hours? How do you respond to Democrats who say they want to see a change at the top of the ticket?
0: I'm in the process of doing it right now and, and demonstrating that the President's accomplishment have really been second to none and joe biden's going to get up every day the one thing joe biden is never going to do is count on this he is never ever going to quit never okay.
1: ever now i clay, I know that there's nothing else that they can say but they're trying to make this case to people that biden's not moving an inch you know why clay
0: that report was gratuitous <laughs> I, I the use of the word gratuitous if you ever question how organized And that's a great clip that we played. How organized the talking points are. It reminds me back in middle school and high school, we had this thing called the vocabulary workshop. Some of you may have done it, where your goal was to expand your vocabulary, and you always had to use the words in a sentence. Do you remember that when you were in school? And the idea is, okay, you're going to learn new words. It's not just enough to memorize these definitions to know them you have to be able to use the word in a sentence some of you probably wrote some of the worst like, sentences of all time. like the movie
1: when she says i hope to see you not sporadically when she learned yes. what
0: sporadic means so you could and then you would have a friend who would you know use one of those words occasionally in speech and it would just sound so awkward this feels to me like just another example of the biden administration being tone deaf because again gratuitous is not a word i don't think that is used by Certainly not that many swing voters in America. And to what you said, Buck, if anything, Robert Herr was far too lenient to Joe Biden because what we're not talking about when he said he's like too doddering basically in an old man, he's giving him a pass on being charged with a felony because he's too old and incompetent and he thinks a jury would find him sympathetic. He's too old. He's too incompetent. He's not mentally all there. Therefore, it would make it hard for a jury to convict him. To me, the fact that he's giving Biden a pass distracts and, and detracts from any argument that you could make that he's being unfair. I look, Buck, if you or I got investigated for a crime and then we, they found out that there was evidence that we had committed a crime. That we had engaged in willful violation of the law. And then the prosecutor said something like, but I think the jury would find these guys to be too likable and therefore it would be impossible for us to get a conviction. I would be thinking to myself, boy, did I get a free pass there? If the IRS, I'm getting audited by the IRS right now, Buck. Remember I told everybody never audited my entire life. Now they're auditing me. If the IRS agent investigating me right now, if he came back and he said, we think Clay Travis owes more money in taxes, but I'll be damned, he is such a likable guy, there's no way any jury in America would convict him. Would your reaction be, man, that investigator really threw the book at Clay Travis. That was gratuitous. Or would you be thinking... Man, he just let Clay Travis get away with a crime based on what he thinks the jury's gonna do.
1: It's so perfect, isn't it? That this is how the Democrats operate. No good deed goes unpunished from their perspective, right? They've been bailed out. The report could have and should have been far more scathing than it was. And yet they use what the, they use the alibi as the, as the political oh, my gosh, look what they did to our guy, right? The alibi yeah. that bails him out effectively, they don't like that that alibi has implications, so they claim that that, is, that itself is a political attack. Uh, it's almost like you can't trust them, and they're remorseless in their
0: dishonesty. For decades, young people out there haven't been properly taught about our American heritage, our history. The result... So many young Americans rejecting the principles of our freedoms. They don't find our founding fathers to be noteworthy. Many outright reject the notion of patriotism. Some would even go so far as to say they're not proud of being Americans. We've neglected this problem far too long, but Hillsdale College hasn't. Hillsdale has been leading the way in promoting civic education without a bias and by showcasing how uniquely special our freedoms are and how they came to be. They treasure the enduring values of our Constitution and teach those in a number of ways. You'll hear one of those ways on this radio station this year with their Hillsdale Constitution Minutes. These are short, clear lessons on the principles of liberty you can hear them on demand as well at clay and that's clay and buck don't miss a day of the clay travis and buck sexton show
1: grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness
0: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
1: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two,
3: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to twenty-five percent your first year at LifeLock.com/news. That's LifeLock.com/news to save up to twenty-five percent. Identity theft protection starts here.
0: Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Um, got a theory for you, Buck that maybe we can dive into here in the next segment. Um, what if Kamala Harris, because I'm reading this Wall Street Journal exclusive, where she says she's ready to serve. Remember, Kamala called Joe Biden, Joe Biden a racist during her own campaign. What if she decided to knife his electoral prospects in the back to try to advance her own position in 2024 to make her the nominee we've never really seen a situation like this uh alberto by the way winter garden florida um uh, you want to weigh in on what's really gratuitous
1: how are you yes the gratuitous which is the word of the day for the uh, democrat party yes. vocabulary quiz is what is gratuitous was mr hers comparison of the biden case to the trump
0: case because i don't think that was his charge his charge was Did Mr. Biden break the law or not? Period. And, you know, but not to compare the Trump case and the Biden case. That was another another break that he uh, gave uh, Biden.
1: Yeah. Look, yeah, I, I, I agree with the basic analysis here that even putting these on the same plane, first of all, Biden was never president. So there's no argument about presidential records. Biden was a senator. He did this when he was a senator, too. They didn't talk about that as much in the media coverage of this. He's been doing this forever. He basically thinks the rules don't apply to him. That's not what happened with Trump. Trump said, I'm the president. The rules
0: for the president are different. And that he declassified this before. That's very important. And to me, if we had an honest Department of Justice, which we clearly don't, As soon as this Biden classified document report came out, they would have said, we're dropping all charges against Trump on classified docs, too. Pure Talk believes in American values. The word free should mean exactly that, free. Which is why if you switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone, no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung built to last with a rugged screen... Quick charging battery and top tier data security. Qualifying plans will start at just thirty-five bucks a month for unlimited talk. Text, fifteen gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will give you service. On the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family, well, you can save almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Dial pound 250, say the keywords clay and buck. Get your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving on wireless a day. Today, that's pound 250, say clay and buck.
1: Welcome back into Clay and Buck. We mentioned the second act of the uh, Mayorkas impeachment uh, effort, which is going to be underway this week. No surprise, Mayorkas does not agree with the assessment that he has done anything at all that has led to the worst border, I think quite clearly, in the history of the country. Um, and he rejects this. He was on Meet the Press. This is where it, right? This is how it goes. People know this already, but just to re, uh, review the regime sends its, uh, spokespersons to go on regime media, Meet the Press and, uh, the other, whatever, you know, Washington Week and Review, whatever these things are. Now, I do not really watch them. I just watch the clips of them most of the, most of the time, but so that they set the talking points for the week for the rest of regime media to parrot, right, to just go repeat what's been said on that Sunday. Mayorkas himself appeared on Meet the Press about the border crisis. This is cut 17. Listen to it.
2: No doubt there is gridlock on Congress, but do you bear responsibility for what is happening at the border, what the president himself has called a crisis?
1: It certainly is a crisis, and, well, we don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system. But fundamentally, fundamentally, Congress is the only one who can fix it. That is not true. Um, and I think that it's indicative, uh, of what we're up against that they're going to just pretend like this, this has to be remembered. They're going to pretend clay as though they didn't come into office and Mayorkas was part of this and decide we're going to make decisions that will change the trajectory of the border, decisions that will undo what Trump did to make the border secure. They were bragging about it then, because they came into office, they fooled enough people, Joe Biden's going to be a uniter, he's going to be a moderate, right? They got away with that big lie, and then they come into office, and what happens? Mayorkas is uh, a part of getting rid of her maid in Mexico, expanding asylum, expanding all the different... Cheat codes, if you will, to skip the immigration line into the country, uh, trying to end deportations for 100 days. This was day one with Biden. And, Clay, right now it's just a propaganda fight for them to try to tell people in this country who are paying attention what you think you know you don't know. They're just lying to everybody.
0: The Axios lead story this Monday, and I love reading, I get an email, I would encourage you guys to sign up for it. I think Axios does a good job of kind of letting you know what the agenda of the day is going to be, oftentimes for the Biden White House. Axios, I believe, Buck, was the first outlet that broke the news that the special counsel report was coming out soon. Uh, and that kind of gave you an indication of, hey, get yourself primed. They had a big story their Monday and it's oftentimes Monday where they really set the agenda. This is what they want to talk about. This is the story of the week. Had a big story, uh, Buck. First couple of uh of, of weekly update was about how angry Biden had been getting at his staff over their failure to address the situation at the border. And I read that this morning as I was doing show prep and getting ready. And I thought to myself, hmm, this is interesting because what they're trying to do is just throw a lot of different stories and somewhat distorted facts at the American public to try to confuse them about what's going on at the border and to try to take the blame away from Biden. I even think, Buck, this is why I don't support the Mayorkas impeachment. If you impeach... By the way, I don't think Mayorkas is doing a good job, but he's doing a bad job because of the president he serves. I don't like the idea of going after individual cabinet members when they suck at their job because they serve at the pleasure of the president of the United States. If Joe Biden wanted to give the American public, Mayorkas' head on a platter, he could demand that he resign. He could fire Mayorkas. And so this idea that Mayorkas should be impeached for what's going on at the border, if you believe that the border is a disaster, it's Joe Biden's fault. If you want to impeach somebody for the border being wide open, which I'm not opposed to at all, Impeach the guy who's actually in charge. Letting Mayorkas be the fall guy for the border. Buck, seems to me like a really great strategy for Biden. Fire Mayorkas in a few months. Say, you know what, he's done a crappy job. I'm going to put in somebody new. That politically doesn't feel like a bad strategy to me because it makes Mayorkas the fall guy. I'm concerned that... Republicans are playing into the trap that Biden's not responsible himself and that's what they're and, trying to sell. And doesn't that tie
1: perfectly into what the Democrats just tried in the Senate, which yes. was bring Republicans into the mess, say oh we're fixing it together, and then people get confused. They go wait a second. It, it, so so this was a bipartisan thing or this was the both sides did this by giving my, look I I get it. People want accountability for Mayorkas Mayorkas is just executing the will of the White House. Biden and the advisors around him who actually run the country and pull the strings on the puppet. Getting rid of Mayorkas will do, at the border, in my view, nothing. And if anybody wants to debate that, lines are open, please. would love to hear how you think that's not the case. I can assure you, Joe Biden is not going to put somebody in that role. He's the president. He gets to pick the DHS director, I mean, you know, with uh, Senate approval, not going to put somebody in there who is suddenly going to say, you know what? Everything Trump was doing was right. Let's do those things. It's just not going to happen. So it won't change the policies. And to your point, the politics of this are a little more complicated than just, Oh, we got a guy. Yeah. But if you get a guy when it's really Biden's fault, I've thought this way all along the, 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 the check on this, uh, the, the reset on this is take biden away from power take the democrats out of running the white house that's how this changes
0: and by the way i also think if biden continues to argue that he needs congress to act to solve the 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 situation at the border which is untrue an easy response that i'm not hearing enough republicans make is if congress has to act why didn't democrats act when they had complete control of congress in 2021 and 2022 And the the majority that Republicans have now in the House is tiny in 2023 and now that we move into 2024. But if you really have to have congressional action, you had complete control of the Senate and the House for all of 21 and 22 and you didn't do anything on the border. So why do you suddenly need Republicans to be involved to do something on the border now? The question I don't think there's an easy answer to, but again, don't mistake what's going on here. They're trying to blame shift, even inside of the own administration. That Axios story, Buck, it talked about how angry Biden was as staff for not being able to solve it. It's all designed to shift the blame from Biden. Remember, Buck, he's minus 35 on the border right now. Of all the issues, it's the one sinking him the most.
1: Well, this also, you know, you got to be careful with the uh, the jujitsu, if you will, Perhaps the Aikido for the Steven Seagal fans out there. Yes. Of going after, uh, Biden as so incompetent that the advisors run everything. You'll notice there's a little bit baked into this narrative of what, what, what you just said. Biden's upset at the team. Oh, maybe this isn't for you listening. This is for people that are on the fence, people that, Maybe it turns into Biden's learned some lessons here. Some of the holdovers from that Obama administration didn't get it done for him. But Joe wants to take care of America now and have a team in there who's going to get it done the right way. Platitudes, garbage, does it work? They might think it works.
0: Remember, you'll know that they're getting desperate if suddenly they fire Mayorkas and they start to argue He just wasn't getting the job done. Joe knows how important the border is. Mayorkas is the fall guy. And I just wonder how much are Republicans shifting the blame from Biden to Mayorkas by trying to impeach the guy who doesn't even make decisions and serves at the will of the President of the United States. Mayorkas is not responsible for the border, ultimately. Biden is. Don't mistake who the target should be. I think we're getting a little bit uh a little bit distracted going after the wrong guy.
1: Yeah. The buck stops with Biden.
0: There you
1: go. Don't forget that one. Liberty Safe, my friend. I have my Liberty Safe now. It is awesome. Uh it, it was so nice. I'll tell you something. My Liberty Safe just got delivered and it was so nice. Originally it was gonna go, you know, where a lot of people keep their safe in the closet, but we actually kept it somewhere much more prominent in the house, I'm not going to say where exactly because, you know, it's a safe, um, but where it kind of fits in with our decor and with with our general vibe and with the pieces that we have. Liberty Safe is uh an amazing company. They've got so many different options, sizes, colors for you, and they protect your guns and your valuables from fire and theft while also protecting your privacy. They have put in place an industry-leading set of privacy Protections in just the last uh, past few months, they've advanced those privacy protections even further and are empowering you to control your privacy all the more. Electronic safe locks from most manufacturers have a code to allow access if you're locked out, right? You can understand, but Liberty Safe makes it easy to change or disable that code anytime. You know what that means? Nobody can get that code from Liberty Safe because if you don't want them to have it, they're not going to have it. And there you go. It'll be just. You who has that code. Your safe is your business, and Liberty Safe will help you keep it that way. I've got mine now at home. These guys are best in class. The safe is honestly a really a piece of craftsmanship. It looks great in my home. We've already got our valuables in there. You can keep, uh, depending on whether you got firearms at home, you can keep firearms in there. It's a great safe company, all American, and really believes in your privacy. Go to libertysafe.com for a customized fortress strong liberty safe with one of a kind locking bars and best in class fire protection. And when you shop at libertysafe.com, use that code radio for an extra 10% discount for supporting safes made in America by Americans. That's libertysafe.com code radio for a 10% discount. You'll also get a free $60 value locking, $60 value locking pistol vault with your liberty safe purchase only for you so liberty safe.com slash radio liberty safe.com slash radio or use code radio at liberty safe.com
0: want more clay and buck that you didn't hear on the show get podcast extras in the clay and buck podcast feed find it on the iheart app or wherever you get your podcasts
1: grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose.
0: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
1: That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you.
0: Go to puretalk.com slash Clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're closing up the second hour of the program. We come back. We've got some, uh, fun stories for you. Remember, um, the, there's a big Politico report and I want to hit on this because I think it's, it's important to recognize what stories were being told that the Biden White House wants to be told. And Politico had a big story saying Biden is furious with Merrick Garland and he's not going to keep him as his attorney general if he wins reelection. Uh, so I want to kind of dive into what that story is telling us and why Politico would have gotten that scoop and why the Biden White House might want that story out in the same way that Axios this morning had a story out about Biden, how furious he is with the border and how he screams at his staff and he demands that they solve issues. And by the way, the border czar is Kamala Harris who just said she's ready to be president uh we'll talk about that too which i think is very interesting in a wall street journal uh interview that is kamala harris but first um i wanted to hit this uh buck some of you watched rfk jr uh had a campaign commercial that aired during the uh during the super bowl cost around seven million dollars and it was attempting to evoke the memory of john f kennedy jr it was nostalgic it was a throwback here is what that sounded like
2: do
1: you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through
2: a man who's old enough to know
0: Okay, so the fallout on this, and obviously for those of you out there who remember the uh, John F. Kennedy campaign, you may well have uh, uh, immediately had that evoked to you. Uh, one of the uh, Bobby Shriver uh, sent out this tweet. My cousin's Super Bowl ad used our uncle's faces and my mother's She would be appalled by his deadly healthcare views. Respect for science, vaccines, and healthcare equity were in her DNA. This is an attack, right?
1: Right. Okay. So one thing, anyone who attacks their, their blood publicly is not someone you should listen to because they have no honor. I'm just going to say it. I mean, unless the guy's like an axe murderer or something and they want to, but you know, over politics, Anyone who would throw a relative under the bus for political purposes has no honor. So just you can look at them and but this is not even how do I feel about RFK Jr. I think he would help Joe Biden win the presidency. I'm not even looking at it that way. But when someone comes out and they say, oh, his health care views or whatever, what a jerk. What a and look, jerk.
0: And look, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. responded and said, I'm sorry if the advertisement caused pain. The ad was created by a super PAC without my involvement. Uh God bless you. I send apologies. I thought that was super nice of RFK Jr. Um And he said on our show once in an interview that in general he tries to refrain from saying what his dad would think or his uncle would think because the world is totally different. But I agree with you, Buck, in that... You would attack, uh, you would attack your cousin who's running for president in a public fashion like that. I just think is, uh, is, is indicative of how much they lost their minds.
1: You know, over the family legacy, um, I, I think it just show, I think it's gross. I think it's tacky. Patricia in St. Paul, Minnesota, a place full of very nice people, but Patricia wants to disagree with us on something. Let us have it, Patricia. What's up?
2: Well, I can still disagree and be nice.
1: That's a good point. <laughs> Very Minnesota of you. Yes.
2: Yes. Well, I totally disagree with you about Majorcus Clay, because oh, we're me. a military family, and uh my husband was a combat Marine in Vietnam, my late husband, and my daughter served in the Army for 20 years as a medic. And Majorcus took an oath, and anyone who takes the oath uh, that has that has taken the oath and has been complicit in allowing the invasion of our country by our enemies, which we know that many of them are, and we are going to pay the price for that soon, probably with an attack, according to so many people. You know, he could have quit his job and refused to obey an unlawful order from the commander-in-chief, but no, he, he keeps his job and he doesn't do his job, That every one of them in Congress and in the Cabinet took an oath to uphold the Constitution. And allowing an invasion of our country violates our Constitution. So they should all be removed from office over this.
0: Thank you for the call. Uh, Strong argument, Buck. My concern is Biden is going to shift the blame and actually just argue that it's Mayorkas' fault he's to blame Biden.